Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. I often see organizations hire a safety representative, and the individual gets one of two primary responsibilities. Safety cop, responsible for seeking out and identifying employee noncompliance and issuing punishment, or consultant, helping the organization identify systemic problems with the safety program and then putting processes into place for the entire organization to implement and sustain for long-term success. The safety cop is a reactive role, trying to catch people doing something bad or to clean up after an accident. The consultant provides proactive advice and expertise to improve the business. Safety representatives always have the responsibility for developing written programs, employee training, conducting safety program reviews, and audits. But I feel that too often employers, especially employers just hiring their first safety representative, feel overwhelmed with their organization's safety obligations and are too compliance-focused. So, they seek out a person that can assume the burden of compliance. They look for an individual that will take responsibility for all things safety, and this often includes issuing warnings and discipline to employees not following the organization's safety rules. This generally should not be the role of a safety representative. While safety representatives may find situations that need attention, such as employees not following safety requirements, the disciplinary process should be worked through the offending employee's supervisor. This is the supervisor's role, and it helps the supervisor better understand what safety requirements are in place and the expectation for which to hold employees accountable. I would argue that if a safety representative is going to police safety within the facility, he or she should hold the managers and supervisors accountable, not the employees. For example, I once worked in a facility and noted a number of employees who worked for a specific supervisor not wearing safety glasses as mandated. So I disciplined the supervisor, not the employees. Clearly, the supervisor was the issue as he had to be aware that no one in his department was wearing safety glasses. The supervisor was upset with me because he felt I should have disciplined the employees. I didn't see it that way. I addressed the root of the problem. He wasn't doing his job holding his employees accountable. Word quickly made its way through the facility that if I was expected to discipline employees for safety noncompliance, I was starting with supervisors and managers. Disciplinary action is not needed for every safety violation. Some reasonableness is needed. My role as a safety cop was cut short and I was able to get back to being the safety consultant I was hired to be. When safety representatives are asked to play the safety cop role, it weakens their long-term effectiveness. People begin to look at the representative as the enforcer or heavy who is simply trying to catch people doing something wrong. A cop cannot be everywhere all the time and the constant punitive approach builds distrust with employees. Resolving safety issues and preventing injuries is much more effective than being a cop trying to catch rule breakers. A safety consultant can work to create a culture of safety where employees strive to work safely at all times. I feel that a safety representative's role is as a consultant, consulting with management on what safety practices need to be implemented and enhanced. This includes determining what safety programs are necessary, those that are missing, and those that need to be improved. I'm not referring to just OSHA programs, but any program that is necessary to address the hazards employees face in the workplace. A safety consultant should identify all the hazards causing injury or leading to OSHA noncompliance. If the organization has a safety committee, the safety representative should be a resource for the safety committee. He or she should not be the head of the committee, but simply a resource to provide input and guidance on the severity of the hazards identified and discussed and evaluate potential controls for those hazards. Hourly or production employees on the safety committee should identify hazards and suggest corrective actions. Management must determine which corrective actions will be implemented.
Should a safety representative ever function as a cop? Yes, there are times when the safety representative will need to evaluate performance of the organization and to ensure safety responsibilities are being carried out by those responsible. However, most responsibility for overall safety lies with management and supervision, with employees having less but more focused responsibility on their specific area. Proportionately, management and supervision should receive more enforcement feedback than hourly and production employees. Long-term, the safety representative needs to help all members of the organization achieve optimal safety performance. This is the goal of a safety consultant, not a safety cop. After this podcast, I want you to think about the person responsible for safety in your organization. If you're a member of management and provide direction to the organization's safety representative, are you providing the necessary support for your safety representative can be a consultant to your organization? Do you expect the safety representative to be the organization's safety cop? If so, how can you change the role to allow the safety representative to be a coach and consultant to improve the organization's safety performance instead of only seeking out deficiencies and violations? Think back to your last interaction with the police. Did it lead you to long-term change, or did you simply resent getting caught? If you're the organization's safety representative, what is your role? Are you privileged to act as a consultant guiding the organization's safety program? Are you relegated to the role of safety cop, trying to change culture by catching people doing the wrong thing and disciplining them into compliance? If this is your role, how can you change? Can you work with management to show how you can be more effective? Does management need to be educated on how discipline does not lead to a proactive safety culture? Do you need to encourage management to listen to this podcast? Remember, what you do for safety today may save a life tomorrow, or at least enhance your safety performance tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.